Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, 
you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. What's up? Cyber Chill again. God, I, gotta, I don't know why I keep calling it Cyber War. I mean, we did it for a year, and just well, it, it, it ro- still rolls off my tongue. What's up? Do we not do it for two years? Yes, we did it for two years, actually. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean we, we, we go so far back that it was just supposed to be a panel show with you, me, Dr. A, Hammy, and just rotating in and out, and... It ended yeah, up- here we are, two years later. Yeah. Brand change, format change. Probably always. Same fuckery, though. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So, welcome to Chi- Cyber Chill. <laughs> See, I get three words out of my mouth, and I screw it up. Welcome to Cyber <laughs> Chill, the, <laughs> the show where nobody preps, but we have lots of articles and opinions. Also known as... What do you mean? I prep. Okay, the show where one of us preps and <laughs> have a lot to do before this show. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, no, I love you guys. And I am, so we're coming into this podcast as we are going into the third period. And I mean, the, the podcast starts as the third period starts in the Carolina Hurricanes uh Nashville, whatchamacallit, Predator, sorry. First game of the playoff series, and it's 2-2. So, I don't have hockey on in the the background, Ordy. (laughs) Or anything. I'm not watching hockey, you're watching hockey. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hey, also, welcome, we got a lot of new people in chat tonight. Oh, are they hockey fans? Because I'm counting on that. Right. Sorry, I'll shut up. No. Welcome. We're glad you're here. So what's going on? How you doing? Yeah, who are the new people in chat though? Um maybe they left. <laughs> oh, they weren't. Oh, it was people there first, you and Sam. See? Well no, I, I mean, I mean Lunatic Rex, he's been here before, but he's not like here every week and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple, you know. So Oh yeah, we're really happy to have you. 
We are. Yeah. So I'm now we got all of our usual uh, malcontents, miscreants. I'm going to try to act so, professional since we have new people. Are in you? The chat. No, not really. <laughs> but um, here, let me quick. I've been doing that a lot today. Just everything is a question. Is it though? Is are it? you? <laughs> Will you? Um, yeah, I I have gotten to where I answer a lot of questions like that with no, not really. No, right? Because no. I said it. You asked me, then no. <laughs> no. Since you had to ask me, then second time I'll say no. Anywho, that's just me. Um, did, you, did you get your gas back? Did I get my gas back? Yeah, I mean, you know, is the, the pipeline's still pumping? Oh, I haven't noticed because I haven't needed gas. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Right, I after, don't know. right after when we were talking about that last week, right after our show, I went out and filled up. So. I don't. I know that I had told my, the rest of my family to fill up. They get around town a little bit more than I do. I haven't needed to. But I just happen to have a, I filled up, I think, like a couple of days before the hack was announced. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it got me through. I wasn't too worried about it because we've done enough ransomware reports to know. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I mean, we knew how that was all going to play out. We really did. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty I much. mean, because you know, we were one of the few and one of the first to talk about dark side in the first place. And, you know, we found that, you know, their methods and, you know, their MO was kind of unique. And, oh, you mean, Robin Hood, if he was just to, like, trip over his dick at every instance. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't see them as Robin Hood, though, really, at, at, at all. Because, I mean, I know that they tried to give some away for, to charity and <laughs> seem like Robin Hood. But, I mean, they're just, like. Uh, cyber Lacosa Nostra, really, sure. right? I mean, it, the mafia does lots of charitable stuff, and yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see them as Robin Hood. I, I, I mean, I, I give them a little bit more props than I would give your normal ransomware gang, and the fact that you know they wouldn't go after hospitals, they wouldn't go after universities, they wouldn't go after NPOs. They weren't generally political. You know, it's they just we just we want the money, and we don't want any more than we think you can afford. You know, well, yeah, I, I I think that that was. Um, as, I mean, that's all totally PR, but still. I, well, I, and it maybe even an agreement with the country that they were in that that you know just we'll keep it lower profile and you don't put us in jail, let us operate, and everybody's making a lot of money, and they're like gangsters that are uh, paying. At Grease and Palms to stay in business. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, sure. we, and like we've talked about over and over again, it's the, um, it, it's, it's organized crime. I, it's, that's what it is. No. So, no, it really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean don't, it, don't think that I'm like sympathetic to them. No, 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 I, I just, don't. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know about they the had audience, a bit more class so. than, you know, at least in their PR department. Than your usual smash and grab, yeah, gangs. Yeah, definitely. They had a PR machine, but why? Right. That's what I 
I have not like come up with any theories as to why they would have such a PR machine and kind of create create their own propaganda around them and things like that. I can't. Other than just ego, right? Like I can't. I mean, if you want to like do a heist that will eventually be made into a movie, you know, like Ocean's Eleven, ego. Then that's I think you know, Mm -hmm. you know that that's that I could see that angle, right? You know, but yeah, the lovable scoundrels, the hand solos of the. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> They're gone. The, you They're know, done. there's a that's another like ego kind of. It's an ego kind of thing. But if you fancy yourself Han Solo, then you'd have a PR machine to tell everybody how Han Solo you are. Right. But yeah. I mean, I mean they're still fame bags, but they're, you know. Right. But none of that really goes to purpose, right? So that it no. doesn't really further their goals unless they are trying to convince the Russian or Iranian government that they are worthy of not putting in jail. I, you know, that's, those are the only things that, that's the only purposeful thing that I can come up with. The others are just ego based and probably, you know, on the, on the truer side of it, it's probably an ego thing, more likely to be an ego thing than any real purposeful Sure. reason for having a PR department, but they definitely have one. Um, and, yeah. and not a bad, bad one. Yeah, not a bad one either. Right? Some of the yeah. things that they did are things that I, w- I would probably say, you know, you could think about doing this if you want people to like you more. Mm-hmm. So, but we were yeah. going to do that in the second half, right? Or we can go ahead and mm-hmm. do it now. I don't care. No, 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 no. no. We'll, we'll do that in the second half. Um. Yes, I've already forgotten what order we're going to go in. Um, yeah, but that's what happens when you have hockey on in the background. Carolina's up by one now, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, what, there's so much disinformation to do, right, that yeah. we don't, like, I don't even know what to do this week. Like, what's your favorite thing that happened? Well, the disinformation, I mean, okay, is the, and this one was like the the instant regret of disinformation was when the IDF blew up the um, building that had AP Palestine and Al Jazeera Palestine in it. And they said, oh, this is an attack on democracy and this is an attack on, you know, the press and oh, Oh, you knew that Hamas was building the building. Shit. I mean, it was that quick. It wasn't even like half a news cycle. When it wasn't. You know, it was it, like an hour. And, and, and Well, the Israeli government is doing a really good job of like quickly um, and, and some other like even independent, like some Twitter accounts that I don't even know who they are. But dispelling a lot of the propaganda and disinformation that's coming out of um, Palestine and, you know, the Western media even about what's going on, especially with some of the targets. So I think the Israelis are doing a pretty decent job with that. Well, and, you know, the one of the things that what I do love about the instantness of information is, like, you'll have 
of the Palestinian, the Hamas, sorry, let's, Hamas launches a drone laden with explosives towards Israel. Israel knocks it down, it lands and blows up and kills the five people who launched the drone. Initial reports is, oh, here was an Israeli rocket, you know, retaliation that killed, you know, civilians. And then it wasn't even 20 minutes later. There's, no, they launched the drone and it blew up on them. Yeah. Or so, that- you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's the instant refutation of, of propaganda now. Mm-hmm. Because you know, this is a conflict where Hamas has always had the sympathy of the press, but with citizen journalists, especially in Palestine, who are sick of Hamas, you know, they're just like, okay, no, and I've got a camera that's every bit as good as the one that the AP stringer has, and here's what really happened. And here's where Hamas was on the third floor, and AP and AJ were on the higher floors, and they're all in the same building, and you were told to get out, so don't act like that, you know. So, and that's what I'm, I'm loving the disinformation getting completely obliterated in real time. Yes. The models, the, the little, the little children that are actually like Russian models or, um, Mm. yeah, or have like massive Instagram accounts, um, and the bassinets that look like they just got taken out of the box and put together with the no right. dust sitting in the middle, in the middle of the, in rubble, the bottom of a crater. These, I mean, this like it's a it's a massive and honestly impressive um, propaganda campaign. I mean, it's right. it's impressive. It's up there with some of the best. They were. They were ready for this conflict when they did it, like, full-bore media-ready for it, Schwarzkopf media-ready for it. Right. And this was, you know, it's along those lines, too, because the Internet is forever. You don't get to do things like you used to anymore. Like, when you show the, you know, brothers reunited after being separated after their house was blown up image of them both in the hospital, when, you know, an eight seconds of an image search on Google shows that this was actually a different photo in different context during the Syrian conflict six years earlier. (laughs) So it's like, no, you don't get to do that anymore. You are instantly called out. Right. And that is, and that's actually, you know, for dis, disinformation is the counter of the disinformation. I, I think that's um, a great, I, I think that's, yeah. a, I, I think that's a great example. And I, it it's never not wonderful when it's immediately squashed like that. Um, and this is, and this is the due diligence we always talk about too. Yeah. I mean, not just in, you know, protecting your, Self, but also in protecting the information. Well, and the you last know, when you when you say you, I recognize that. It's like you know, with the uh, you know, when the news tried to do it back in uh, the start of the COVID, with CBS saying, "Oh, look at these hospitals in New York being completely overrun with bodies from the COVID." Well, that's actually Italy, and that was two weeks ago. So you know, and it's kind of like right. you know, they don't get to do that anymore. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But they can try, but they're learning it's not working. They can try, but we got lots of malware. Um, Ooh, yeah, boy, do we? Yeah, really. Uh, this is your regular reminder because we do it every week, and uh, just a little nudge to do a little more often. I'm, I'm just seeing more malware than we could cover in a month if we had a show every day. 
um, some kind of not unique but newer stuff. Um, yeah, new, yet yeah, newer stuff or new uh, generations of, of things. Um, so run it a lot, keep your eyes open. Um, the first one, I think, so the auto hotkey. I'm going to let you explain and at uh, well, actually, I'm not. Yeah, actually, you know what? These two, the, the two we're going to do kind of dovetail into each other because yeah. they're both heavily utilized by gamers. Mm-hmm. And what Auto Hotkey is, is that it it allows you to take a keystroke or a mouse click or whatever and then to run a macro on it. And a macro is just basically designed to cut down on the repetition of doing the same thing repeatedly, like pressing the R key in a game or whatever. So it's used a lot by gamers. It's used a lot in um, writing code. Um, I, I, you can eat people, streamers also use people who can't afford like a, you know, a stream deck or something like that. You know, they'll, they'll use auto hotkey to it. What it is, is it tells your computer to run a series of commands, press the R key, open Twitter, tweak this, the show is going a lot. It's a wide variety of things. And then there's other ones too, like voice attack. But this one is um, auto hotkey is being infected with malware attacks. And it's multiple rats that are being put into the uh, AHK software. And um, a rat is a remote access Trojan. So everybody knows a Trojan is a, um, a, a... communication tool that steals your stuff basically um and yeah and this one is remote access which means that a hacker has remote access so they can execute commands um and this has multiples Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and this one yeah this one's loading in it looks like five different rats you know between revenge rat lime rat async rat houdini vj worm it's just it's just absolutely polluted so yeah absolutely and, polluted yeah yeah and i, I, and I yeah. think that's a really good point because i'm seeing a lot of i mean i just pulled three with without even have having to look that had dropped in the past three days that were there was something unique about them it was a new generation or you know a a, a single uh type of malware or single deployment that's just packed with rats, right? Some something like this. Sure. Um, and I mean, obviously, targeting. This is probably targeting gamers. This is this is what they thought too, right? Yeah, and what this one it drops a BB script that runs a in-memory PowerShell to contact the CNC keystroke log, which is kind of funny because in Auto Hotkey, the idea is to not have to constantly. Um, repetitively type in keystroke you know, like passwords uh some people use it you know i was joking a while ago that i had invented a 2fa key years ago when i was using auto hotkey to put my passwords in and everything else on the computer because i was just too fucking lazy so anyway which is basically what a 2fa is uh so um the short word so you know and now it's like okay so th- this is actually you know putting in like I said, keystroke sniffers and everything else to, uh-huh. you know, steal your information and then contact right. a CNC and dump it out. Yeah, yeah. And, I I mean, this is a really great article. It points out some of the code and, you know, PowerShell commands. 
and the code, which is, Lord, we could talk about the shit you can do with PowerShell, but I, I mean, we won't get into it because you can, um, it, I mean, it would take lots. Yeah. Three or four shows to do that, but it's, yeah, you can definitely. First off, we have to describe what PowerShell is and then what it does and right. then how you can exploit it. And yeah, so. Yeah, but you can execute from, you know, one command, uh, execute a lot of, um, whatever you want to in on a on a windows machine so um yeah so this is i mean this is this is pretty dangerous it's targeting um the interesting thing to me is if it's targeting gamers it is targeting like the probably the least scrutinized um and and uh, what's the score? It, it, no, I'm not even looking at that. It's it's, okay. it's four to two now, though, so I'm feeling better about it. But it's right. but I'm not looking at. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say it's. You use your hotkeys because you know I'm not a gamer, right? So this right. is hard for me. Use your hotkeys when you're in a hurry, or you're just feeling well, lazy. You, okay, you know it's like in the, or you're drunk. Just as an example, you know it's like okay. Say you're playing a game like World of Warcraft or anything like that, where right. you you have a complicated series of chain of things you do, whether it's attacks or spells or whatever, a whole series of them to where it's repetitive and it's a pain in the ass and the timing is pretty crucial, where instead you could just hit the number eight on your numpad on your keyboard and right. auto hotkey runs all of those perfectly timed. Right. So that you're, you're not going to be uh, paying attention to like, you're going to be involved in something when you're using. Right. It, and when it's doing its thing, it is also running scripts though. Probably not, you know, WA for you know vulnerable. all these it's running yeah, PowerShell so, exploits and digging through your browser cache and you know <laughs> look at yeah installing keystroke loggers connecting to the CNC server you and all this while you're yeah I mean I'm not saying there's tons of other legitimate uses for auto hotkey but the most common one is probably gaming um. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's just really interesting that, and I think that probably whoever it is, whatever they're doing, it's probably a really vulnerable point. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's a um, pretty not that that's that they're even thinking about that because they're like, here's an exploit, let's use it. But um, they're you know, I think it's really, really fascinating the way it could be, kind of a really vulnerable. A, a, point of failure for a really vulnerable point so the but the other one right so it's not the only one that we have um, right now this other one also goes towards gamers but this one can also affect crypto miners because both of them use this software and this is a fake msi site pedals uh completely malware ridden uh, MSI Afterburner app. What MSI Afterburner is, is that it's a GPU tweak where you can um, boost your clock speeds on your video card, uh, your fan curve, uh, the power limit core clock. You can really micromanage your GPU. And in gaming, that improves gaming performance. 
And in crypto mining, it improves your hash rate and your temperatures so you can increase your hash rate and earn more money. So they both do the same thing differently in an opposite directions. So, and this one, these assholes, they absolutely just polluted this version of Amazon. And they use a fake website. They're using the tried and true typo camping or... Um, SEO manipulation because the website is actually afterburner dash MSI dash space or sorry MSI afterburner dash MSI dot space dot and we're not going to give you the rest of it. So, so you they're don't. Google anyway, bombing it's, that thing. It, you, it, that it's thing that, you can't well, do if you're not paying attention to the URL and a lot of people are getting this from being uh, on phishing links. Links are spoofy, guys. So um, yeah. Go make sure you go to the right website. Always, please. Yeah, if you're not looking at the URL in the address bar when you go to a website, you should be. Yes. Yeah. It's four to two Carolina, by the way. Um because I know everybody in the chat wants to know. Well, it's important. Yeah, so, and you, both of these, like I said, it's, they're both definitely targeted gamers. This one also affects crypto miners, and in both cases can end up costing you a lot of money. Yeah, and so, they're both super polluted with stuff. I, I just think that the, the two stories together are pretty interesting, and I think that um, all the malware that we saw, is or that we're seeing, is, it's just kind of a... Uh, well, the ebb and flow kind of of uh, of what I don't want to say hot, but what's most commonly used and what's least commonly used is really or not as commonly used. What's waning in use and what's growing in use is is really interesting. And all of the um, rat malware and everything that we're seeing right now is is pretty fascinating too. Now they're finding it now. But what it these two, three stories certainly look like is that they are these three were at least found pretty early, right? So yeah, um, that's the other thing. The third one is an Android malware that um, is a bank trojan, right? So it's stealing banking information and banking credentials, and it is spreading through Europe. So. You know what that means. We're next. Um, yes. Before or after South America, we'll see. But we're next. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for this Android users. We might actually be. Our show might be a little heavier on the Android user than your average show. Yes. I mean, you know, I use them. She you know, you don't. Nuts. But yeah, and it, this one is um, it, it's called T-Bot. And TEA bot, and what it does, it has the ability to uh, perform overlay attacks on you know, stealing credentials for when uh, login credentials for banking. Uh, it can send, intercept, and hide SMS messages, which would be like your 2FA. If you use your phone for your two factor authentication, SMS, um, OTP authentication, then you know. It can request password changes, and you would never see the text messages come through. Uh, key logging, which is common. Stealing Google authentication codes, that's interesting. And um, I should be able to take full remote control of the device. 
Yeah, which is always fun to lose con- mm-hmm. c- lose control of your Android, you know. Yeah. Out of nowhere, as far as you're concerned, it's out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I mean, when you're downloading from the App Store, one, make sure it has a rich history of downloads. You know, I don't download anything that doesn't have at least 100,000 downloads. And even then, whatever antivirus malware software you're using, the licenses are so cheap, you're stupid not to put one on your Android. Yeah, you know, it's so like malware bytes, Norton. I mean, it, you've got so many licenses, more licenses than you probably use. And for your threat profile, I guarantee you your phone has a higher threat profile than your tablet does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or your laptop How does. many links do so, you click on a day on, on your phone and your email, your text messages? How many links do you click? Think about, just think about it. How many links right. you click on? It's a lot. Um I will, and, and we talk about it. This one reason that we do this show is to talk about shit like this. I have malware bytes and uh, Avast on my phones. From time to time, I'll you know try another one. I'll run it for a little bit. I go back to these two, and I run them at the same time, right? And so they're scanning. One of them is. Um, the web monitoring is turned on and the other one is the Wi-Fi monitoring is turned on. So it's monitoring Wi-Fi or uh, connection and web browsing and everything with two different. I have... Even with that, I don't have a complete sense of security because I feel like if I if I did, it would be a total false sense of security. I mean, I know that it would, right? But I have those two running. I don't think that it's the end all be all, and I'm completely safe. But I'm still going to keep them running. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why we have this show so we can do the right. Yeah. It sounds scary, but you don't have to be scared because you can have malware bites. See what I mean? And that's, you know, it, as long as you're doing your best, I mean, you don't have to be paranoid. This isn't, you know, the whole, you know, Russians behind every corner and you know, that it just try and do your best to Keep your shit protected. Right. And, and your and phone is the one fine. that, I mean, that's the one. If you it, think about like it, I, it all. It's like I tell my clients, is your, your phone is actually the equivalent of you licking doorknobs. <laughs> oh, God. It's hopping really? Wi-Fi signal to Wi-Fi signal. It is going from tower to tower. It's always scan Unless you're very proactive, we tell you, no, you never scan unless we tell you. Your phone is a whore. Don't. So that's what your phone is. When it comes to picking up diseases on the internet, yes, it is the equivalent of licking doorknobs. Your phone is a whore. Your phone is a whore. So your get phone her checked is the communal flashlight. <laughs> Jeff, I've been I'm dying to dying. use that. So. Oh my god. Okay, I don't even remember what I was going to say. I was. It, okay. Did I? It did doesn't I lose matter anymore. What? <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I think uh, one thing I will say, I, just to get us on a little bit more 
professional track. It, one thing that this malware does do is it says it can send, intercept, and hide SMS messages. Well, that's right. where it's going through the um, 2FA to get into your account so it can change your password or whatever. Right? So that's where it's getting access. Um, so, yeah. That, that I've seen this in most of the malware that we've looked at. Most of the malware I had to look at it in school. The you know pieces that I've looked at just for fun. So many of them, Android malware particularly, are able to send text messages like that. So be really careful mm-hmm. about whether you have it or whether you get it because once it's there, you know it can do do a lot that you'll never see. It's in the background and you won't know it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Are you watching hockey? I am not. Okay. I am not. All right. So um, I was just trying to figure out which way, uh, you know, before we go to break. I, I think I want to do the um, Cloudflare. Yeah, that's a really good story. Yeah, cloud. while we're on the topic of security, um, Cloudflare actually wants to do away with CAPTCHA. And this, this one I found fascinating is that they estimated it. If it takes the average person 32 seconds to complete a CAPTCHA, you know, where you click the pictures, you click all the bicycles or click all the boats, whatever, um, it takes the average person 32 seconds to do that. With 4.6 billion Internet users, that is the average of 500 human years wasted every day completing CAPTCHA. So Cloudflare is really trying to... um, Bring in all of the different. I mean, not, there's only really a, a couple different ones left anymore. Two uh, FA devices to one standard. Whether you know, like the YubiKey, you know, where they'll all have Hyper FIDO or Thetis FIDO, two UF key, U two F keys. You're, so that way you have your physical authentication and to really work at getting more people to use it. I love my two FA, and it only costs fifty bucks. And I, I love my YubiKey. I really do. And like I said, I use that in conjunction with a uh, password keeper. So I only have to know one password. And I just found it, I found it really interesting how much time is wasted every day of people filling out fucking CAPTCHA. Yeah, I, I, I think it's fascinating, but it also is not a surprise. And I, it, it made me think, I'm happy to know that there most people don't do it as often as I do because that's that would be. I think I'm on the high end, based on. I'm on the high end too. Yeah. Because, yeah. 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 So, even when you have two FA, when you tell it, remember this computer, you still have to do a captcha at least once a day, which I found I would rather just tell my brother, no, don't remember this computer and. You use my 2FA every time because it's that much faster. Righty. Do you want to do uh, the other two ransomware stories? Let's let's take a break and do the other two ransomware stories when we sure. come back. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Okay. Well, we'll be right back then. All right. Thank you.
You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap, and she takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. I'm Little Teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle, and here is my spell. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. I think Ordy's wondering how long I'm going to play this music. But we're back. No, I was just digging it. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Elvis. I was tongue clicking. Right? Elvis is and was and always will be a badass in a sense, right? It's a different kind of badass. 
He's not a Sid Vicious kind of badass. But his, I, remember, I remember seeing an interview interview with him once. You, they they had asked you what would be the one thing you'd love to do at a live show, and he said, "I'd love to be performing in a small venue and then release wild dogs into the audience so everybody had to jump up on stage with me." He's a trip, right? I'm like, you know, you could just do that without the dogs, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so if you know one of his my favorite songs that he does is Oliver's Army. Because, I mean, it's great social commentary. It's very libertarian, right? I mean, if you think about it, because he's like, I mean, if, yeah, if you think about it, it's pretty libertarian and kind of a Bernie libertarian kind of way. Yeah, what are the, go ahead. Sorry, go yeah, on. like a Bernie libertarian kind of way, because those exist. Anywho, mm -hmm. so what he said about Oliver's army is pretty much don't get your panties in a wad because I just hate the government. I mean, this is me totally explaining what he said, but basically what he said was don't get your panties in the wad. It's just basic hate for the government. That's all it is. I like I might not, have, yeah, I might not have said it exactly. It's a song. It's right. art. It's rhymes. So you know, don't take it that seriously. I'm pretty much just all I said was that they suck. You know, one of the things that um, <laughs> what got us on the Joe Jackson Elvis Costello path towards bumper music for the show, um, I sent you a clip for us to use. You know, when we doing the whole folk thing when we were doing, like, Dead South and other ones. Uh -huh. And it was Elvis Costello with Mumford & Sons doing an acoustic version of Ghost of Tom Joad. Yes. And that kind of got us on the, oh, but Joe Jackson, Elvis Costello, that sent us down that rabbit hole. But yeah, anyway, a little, you know, inside baseball on the show. If you're wondering where the Joe Jackson and Elvis came from, it was we were looking for more music like Dead South and Mumford & Sons is kind of in that genre and I found a cover of them doing with Elvis Costello and Ghost of Tom Jones. So anyway, yes, to hi. me, Welcome Elvis back. to me, Elvis Costello is the Jerry Garcia of British New Wave music. Sure, I'm down with that. Right, like that. exactly. That's exactly what he is. So yeah, we're back, and um, ransomware is a, a new topic no one's ever heard of. But we're going to yeah, we've never it spoken about it before. Yeah, we're going to introduce ransomware to you on. The show tonight, man, what a mess. We talked about, you know, at the beginning of the show, what a mess we've had with um, the pipeline and whatnot. But uh, there's other ransomware news this week as well. So, I, Ordy, I think we've done a double encryption story before, but I think it was a what's next in ransomware. Double encryption is coming. Is that right? Is that, does that Yeah, and this is, they're seeing it a lot more. In ransomware, and it's because it just, I mean, we've talked about where they'll put multiple layers on the ransomware. They'll exfiltrate data and then encrypt the data that's there and say, okay, yeah. you pay us the ransom and we'll give you the decrypt key. If you don't pay us the ransom, not only is your data fucked, but we have the data and we're going to release it. Yeah. So it's kind of like an insurance policy because, you know, the FBI says don't pay your ransom. You're not just locked um, up. You're locked up and leaked at that point. Yeah. yeah. But also now you're seeing – what you saw a couple times in the past, and this is what kind of cracked me up, would be you'd have a 
network that was so porous um, that multiple ransomware gangs were in there at the same time. So they were both encrypting the data at the same time. So the key for one wouldn't work because it had been double encrypted. <laughs> so, yeah, but now this is actually a, um, this is a, uh, this is in the toolkit to do it, to assure, um, yeah, because as a lot of these ransomwares are, um, spread out, um, they, they all roll back from, pretty much this, the same original set of ransomware and they're just built on top of. And that's another story we're going to be talking about too. But um, so you may have the decrypt key for one and you not even know it. So that's now they're double decrypting or double encrypting it. So if you have one decrypt key, you may not have both and they're still getting their ransom. Right. And there are some, well, there are some researchers and some, there's one just like really nerdy guy. I saw a story about, we might've done it on the show, but um, he, I mean, there are lots of people building decrypt keys, de, um, decrypting ransomware and making the keys available. Open source, just because, I mean, you know, they're good people and researchers and that's what researchers do. And those keys are out there. If there's a key out there for uh, ransomware, then they'll just encrypt it again. So it's double encrypted and you're twice as likely to pay them the ransom from their perspective, right? So that's their perspective on it. If we encrypt it twice, you're twice as likely to have to pay us. I mean, there's a business, like we've said a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it boils down to as a business. So, right. Um, yeah, so this is I, an inevitable development and from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have inevitable. to become more and more... You know, as decrypt and as, you know, the counters get better and better, they have to get, you know, it's just, it's the ebb and flow of, right. of, of all crime, really. You know, it's as, you know, the tools get better for catching them, the tools get better for evading. Right. Right. So, I think it was inevitable, and like you said, the tools get better they get smarter about doing stuff and they develop stuff like this. So I think it's inevitable and it's um, really interesting that it's here. There's so much development going on everywhere right now. It's really interesting to watch. I won't say fun. It's a little unsettling, um, but it's, it's really interesting to watch. So, already the the other one we were going to do is the victim one because this seems sad and I didn't read it because I didn't want to be sad. It says victim (laughs) in the title. So this is your story, guys. Yeah, okay. So in this one, you know, in this rant, okay. In this one, it's not sad. It it shows why transparency is important. In that, um, you know, we talk about it very often on how the only time you find out that your data has been breached is when the company files their SEC filings to announce that they've been breached because they're more afraid of the SEC than they are afraid of consumer blowback. And so that's what, by then, it's too late. Your data is out there. It may have already been compromised too, and you don't know how long it's been. And it's, it's very, 
when a company is breached or you know they have they're hit with ransomware, they um, they immediately go quiet and go into damage control mode. Well, you know how much do they get and what do they do? So recently, a victim of and this was a devastating ransomware attack on this company uh, called Volue. It's a uh, green energy company, and um, where they're they're out. They're, the one in one of the Nordic countries. I, I'm not. I can't exactly remember off the top of my head if it was Norway. Anyway, the moment they were breached, before they even tried to figure out mitigation, they had. They were tweeting about it. They gave out the CEO and CIO's email addresses to you know if you had any questions any concerns this is a large company this isn't you know just like some mom and pop that maybe they had a dozen customers they had hundreds of thousands of customers they were very foot forward very hey we got breached protect yourself if you're one of our customers get out there and change your passwords and you know it's we're sorry we're figuring it out and then they would have video um you know uh chats saying where they were at in the mitigation of the ransomware and you know what was going on what data they thought was completely transparent with everything that was happening they had so much respect from their customers that it actually it, it helped the company rather than you know than the breach and this is there in the piece i read on it they're talking this is the way you should do it and we've talked about it frequently this is the way you should do it don't be embarrassed don't you know try to hide the fact that you've had you've got ransomware you've been breached because that does your customers no favors whatsoever and all that does is create bad will with your customer base and this this showing that transparency is the way to go you know if you're going to pay don't pay whatever you're going to do but keep your customers apprised because the damage is already done your shit's encrypted. Your data's probably been exfiltrated. You don't know what they got. They know what they got, but before they can get out with it, you get out with it. You know, as we talk, we see this all the time with like when movie stars getting drunk driving accidents. You know, they've got a PR firm coming out there and they spin it, and then it actually makes it worse. In this case, you just get out there and tell the truth. Get in front of it, and like I said, it, it worked really well for this company. We and we've talked about this like so many times about the responsibility of it, about the PR of it, about you know, and it, I, I don't know how many times I've said the bad PR that you risk is not worth the momentary, it just status quo PR that you get hiding it. Right, so you're not mm-hmm. you're not hiding it to get good PR. It's just to maintain the status quo, and you're just prolonging an inevitable and making it worse. Yes, it, it never made any sense to me, and this is proof of it. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, we've talked about it so many times. It's just if you were open and transparent about it, then we wouldn't be calling for. Well, me wouldn't be calling for until the fines are greater than the cost of the ransom. You know, when your fear of the government is greater than your fear, you know, we talk about how CISOs aren't sexy. And that's why they never spend money on good infrastructure. And they think that they can just pay the ransom or pay the SEC fines and just deal with the customer blowback. That's not the case. And this company proved it. That doesn't have to be the way it is. 
All that's keeping you from being transparent when you've been breached is your own fucking ego. Um, yeah, and groupthink. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that definitely. <laughs> Just having worked in corporate environments, having worked with corporate security, doing websites, I mean, yeah. I groupthink. So, yeah, that's pretty rough. Now, to the really kind of our last story, you got something that you want to close with, but so let's look at the, from that perspective, what was done with Colonial Pipeline? Because what a mess. So we have a White House, that, the policy part of it, Ordy, is killing me. I, just, I can't with these guys. I, I really but, can't. So Biden comes in to the, first of all, he's criticized. They, they criticize Trump about cybersecurity his entire four years and come in with this, we're adding it back to the National Security Council and we're going to do cyber right. And here's your opportunity with in 120 days, I think, or definitely 150, of taking office, and you do what exactly? Other than nothing. Shrug and say, well, I mean, you know, they're a private company. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you care about private companies now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, yeah, okay, so Columbia Pipeline definitely paid the ransom. And... Um, it wasn't that big of a ransom. It was $5 million. I mean, again, this is what I was talking about at the top of the show with Darkseid and the fact that they're not, you know, they could have hit it much, much harder. And, yes, they did do damage to the infrastructure. It wasn't their intention because Darkseid is a ransomware as a service. You know, it's like, oh, who do you want us to hit? You know, so and they even said, yeah, we got to vet our targets better. Um, but... <laughs> So what doesn't matter, they're gone. But in this case, this is – this could have been over so quickly except for the fact that we – as we talked about last week, because the server – because Darkseid had to move their, ser- their infrastructure to Iranian servers, that made it difficult for Colonial to pay the ransom because they could have actually been in breach of sanctions against Iran. So um, – that muddled things. But really, I mean, we knew that Colonial was going to pay. I don't even – I mean, it could have been back on in a day or two. I don't know what the holdup was, but I, I, I want to feel – no, I don't. Because there's at the end of the day, they're still fucking criminal assholes. But um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one, Lou. You know, the stick it to the man in me is kind of like, yeah, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're not total dicks about everything they do. And they've been a comedy of errors, but they're still fucking. Well, here's what I think. So listen to to what I I think was going on there and and then decide. But I don't think it has anything to do with benevolence. Anything that anything that they did. Right. I mean, Uh, I think it's all self-preservation. Sure. And. Self-preservation and uh, self-preservation, basically. I, I don't – the hackers themselves um, were are, are only doing what is good for them. 
I, I mean, there's just so much to... There is so much to this. This is layer after layer after layer after layer where I know that there are state actors involved. Not because I see, look at this evidence. This points to state actors. Oh, well, you know, they had to have Putin's permission to do it. Yeah, that's like saying every criminal in the U.S. has the president's permission to do what they're doing. Yes, I, I realize that Putin is basically a dictator, but... He, everybody that does the, he doesn't control the mafia. The mafia does what the hell they want to do to a great extent. I believe in Russia, right? I mean, Putin and the mafia coexist. One doesn't necessarily own the other. That's my, that's my perception. I'm not an expert on it, but that's what I believe. So none of that is evidence. None of it says really anything about what actually happened. It's all just conjecture. Um, some of it is hyperbole. And it really doesn't matter. Right? You follow me? No, really. It right. really doesn't. So none of none of that really matters. But the, there's so many layers and it's so complex, I can't see how state actors or major organized crime like global level organized crime wasn't involved in it you know russian mafia something like that i'm not i'm not pointing fingers at anyone and i'm i don't have any evidence that any of that happened but it's just so layered and complex and at the end for the criminals to say yikes never mind and post on the dark net we're closing down and not doing this anymore. <laughs> that really makes me think they have a fear of the government and possibly um, organized crime. What? So there's yeah. so much to this story already, and I think there's a ton that we don't know. Sure. No, it's just, I mean, you, you do have a point with that, and that in... I, how I said at the top of the show too about how dark side like tries to want to do the right thing, but they keep stepping on their dick. And this was one of those where shutting down the pipeline affecting 18 States is going to draw the attention of the Russian government. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, because it's like, look, you are not state actors. You are not APT 41. <laughs> You're not goddamn one of the bears. You're just right. some fucking you know, punk yeah. criminals. <laughs> too big, right, exactly. Too big for your britches kind yeah. of thing. That makes sense. See, that yeah. makes sense. That one makes sense. Uh, yeah, that so. was, um, and you had a troll on Twitter try to tell you that this was APT action that we were right. seeing. Yeah, which not in, I mean, you know, APT stands for Advanced Persistent Threat, which has... We're, Absolutely nothing to do with the malware that are the ransomware yeah. that these guys are deploying. But and it and it does mean actually mean something. But they're not like these. It's more likely these guys are controlled yeah. by the mafia than they are than they are the Russian government. And I, I mean, I just I don't. Yeah. An APT can be a ransomware gang because it is advanced, you know, persistent threat. Um, but generally, in the tone of the conversation, it is a state actor. 
Right. You know, when we're talking about APTs, we're talking about you know the bears. We're talking about the kittens. Yeah, we're but, the, about, and, but all these you know, guys also these guys all also have a history of using back doors to sit in the system and hang out and be an APT. So you know, yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not yeah, smash and grab people. ransomware gangs. So, but, but but I mean, the point is that there's like all this hype and craziness about. I mean, I've seen so many things that I'm not even going to repeat. Um, some of them may end up being true, but there's just no evidence of them. And yeah. I mean, you know, let's let's show me the logs. Otherwise, right. shut the logs or shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I, I mean, yeah. it, to some extent, I'm serious about that because it, it's it's complex enough, and people don't understand it. I watched a thread of my friends, and they were so confused, I almost cried. Um, and and it's not because. They're stupid people. They're really smart people. It's complex issues. And the media just muddies the waters. Sure. Um, yeah. Because they can throw up another, ooh, Russia, you know. Right, my Russia. My Russia, right. Exactly. My Russia, yeah. So. Exactly. Um, the, in, I mean, you know, they end the sentence with and Trump. So... Mm-hmm. That, you know, as you highlighted in your Marussia thread, it doesn't really work, but it just shows that the, the argument's in bad faith to begin with. And those kind of arguments are just not good for anybody, right? I mean, they're already an enemy. They're um, mean enough as it is. We don't need to make them meaner. And uh, we already need to worry about them. So, you know, making them an even bigger bad guy than they actually are. Not you know it's not that's counterproductive. I don't really think it's a good idea, but that's just me. You know what the fuck huh. do I know? Nothing. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I it, you know it's the same thing the media does with Mitch McConnell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like the Mitch Stop McConnell. Stop making Mitch cooler than he is. <laughs> exactly. And, and, but I mean, it's you know, we try to be so you know, many things. Yeah, but I mean, so still, it's it's the, the media does the same. They 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 are so up their own ass in trying to spin a narrative that they make it worse. You know, right. and and that, that's why I use the cocaine Mitch analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, or Skull King Mitch. You know, sitting on his throne of skulls, God, you make him sound so fucking metal. Stop it. <laughs> you know, so. it's, yeah, it's well, it's true though. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, and and they do this with any time that they don't understand it. You know, it. Uh, <laughs> Gloria Steinem had a statement, and I hate her, but this is this is true, and especially when it comes in the media. If you don't know what you're doing, or if you aren't sure of what you're doing, for God's sakes, don't do it harder. That is, and, but that's a great saying. I mean, even if yeah. you don't agree, it's still... I disagree so. with her on almost every level, but that is a great saying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's and that's where we're at. And that's why you can't have an honest conversation about ransomware gangs and where they're from. You know, it's like if you say... You went, back when we were talking about... Um, God, it's been so. It's only been a month or two months, and I've already forgotten the solar winds hack. You know, when we were talking about that, and that, you know, hey, let's not jump on attributing that one to Russia. We ultimately were right um, that China did have their finger in that too, and how they don't talk about the market. I mean, whatever happened to the Microsoft Exchange hack? That was the biggest hack ever, and will, will probably ever be. And um, 
Yeah, you never really heard about it in the media. Anyway. Because that actually was China. Yeah, and and it's just not it's 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 so counterproductive to everybody, and it's it's really frustrating to me. Some people, you know, just say, "Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it goes," mm-hmm. and 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 it, you know, it they don't get frustrated by it. There are other things they get frustrated by, but this one really frustrates me. You know, mm-hmm. um, being a PIO might do it right. I mean, you get hammer, you get. Truth and accuracy hammering in your head long enough. But it's just really frustrating to me. It's the one thing that I hate about this timeline almost as much as I hate every other thing about this. Or almost <laughs> more than I hate every other thing about. Yeah. It, I we got to kick out cereal, though. That is not. that. Yeah, that's not an okay trade-off. I'm not okay with that trade-off. <laughs> You're not okay with that? No. Uh, cinnamon no. Toast Crunch doesn't balance it all out for you. No, I had that yeah, already. I, I had that in. I had that before some dumbass went back and changed the timeline. Right. Yeah, it's Fair. forever altered Fair. now. Last story, bro. Okay, I've actually got two, and this one, this one's <laughs> actually kind of. <laughs> Talking about, okay, the dark side dovetails into this one. Okay. And I had mentioned earlier that um, yeah, a lot of the strains of ransomware that are out there can all be traced back to some of the original ransomware gangs that were on the internet and some of the original Trojans that were out there. And one thing you can do, this falls under the, uh, you know, saving you from you files, um, and this one's kind of a pain in the ass, and if, if especially if you don't know what you're doing. But there's in most of the strains of ransomware, there is a keyboard checker, and what that keyboard does is it looks for a virtual keyboard installed on your computer from one of the ISS former Soviet states, whether it's. Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Uzbekistan, the Baltic states. And if it checks for that, and if it finds it, it won't install the ransomware on your computer. And the reason for this is, is this goes back to the early days of cybercrime in that they would want to fly under the radar of their host countries. And so to make sure that they did not run afoul of local police by infecting a Russian computer... Uh, the ransomware scans for the Russian or you know, ISS keyboards. So you can actually, in Windows 10, it's actually really easy to install. It's even easier to install when you're setting up the computer because it'll ask you what, Eng- you know, what keyboard do you want, and you'll say U.S. English. And it'll say, do you want to install any others? And at this point, you can install Russian, Ukrainian, or any other one. You don't ever have to use it, but it's an option on your computer that you can switch over to that type of keyboard. So, And like I said, the ransomware will scan for that, see that you have a Russian-language keyboard on your computer, and not install itself into your computer. Yeah, so we looked at um, some malware that did some things like that. Not exactly that. Um, when when I was in school last year. So yeah, it was mm-hmm. about this time last year. Um, and it's really fascinating to see how that works and how that's done. 
Um, and it, and I'm trying to remember what it was, right? So I'm talking kind of slow because I'm trying to remember what it was and I'm not going to. And I was, it was checking for, I can't remember what it was checking for. Um, it seems like it was language. Maybe it was a Chinese malware looking to see if it was a Chinese computer. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was. And it was an Android malware. But it's really, um, it's a good little, I mean, you know, it feels like an APT trick. But then in that article, put very simply, it was just to, to stay out of trouble with, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like in you know various. I got this one from uh, Krebs on Security, and in the article he talks about how they've scanned 419. You know, of the ransomware that they know about, there's 419 strains that have the check for Russian, 422 the check for Ukraine, 423 the check for Belarus, so on and so forth. So you know, it's like, and yes, there are that many strains of ransomware out there, and so it's you know. It, it, I find it interesting. I, I, I find that a little, you know, saving you from you thing. If you want to take the time and install a, uh, you know, CIS uh, language keyboard on your computer. You know, and I, I actually, I've done it. It's actually really easy because I did it in, um, I actually taught Jeff this trick too for uh, one of his things on um, his podcast. If you change it like to uh, English UK, and then your text-to-voice will read it back in a English voice. So you can do that, get it to read a female English voice, and then you play with the modulation a little bit, and it'll sound like a real English person. So anyway, just an example. And I would do that on uh, – There's going back to the top of the show when we were talking about um, auto hotkey, I use one called voice attack to um, – which is kind of the same thing as AutoHotKey, where it runs macros, but it's on voice command. You know, it's like fire missiles or whatever. And so, you know, if my hands are busy doing other things, like flying the helicopter or the spaceship, then I just, and then, anyway. So I would get a response telling me the missiles are fired, and I would get it in a female UK voice. So nerd, but yeah. You know, I was just about to say, you know, that's just not very nerdy. I'm not sure that it, Breaches the level that we try to attain on this program for nerd. You want me to nerd it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. You might have to raise the nerd level on uh, okay, that. Okay, so, if you so uh, let me do that right now. No, uh, no, God. <laughs> okay, subnautica. I, I said it on Twitter today, but in case you didn't see, Subnautica below zero released a couple days ago. If you played Subnautica and you remember the nightmare fuel that that game gave you, this one is that plus more, and it's also much prettier than the original one. The map is smaller, and yeah, the Cyclops isn't in it, but um. Great, great game so far. I'm already about four hours into it, and it's just beautiful. And Only four I, hours. It, yeah. So if you're if you're into survival games, if you're into base building games, if you're into exploration games, this is the game for you. Yeah, I was talking with a friend of mine the other night. We were talking about the original Subnautica, and it may not be the best of every type of game, but it is probably the perfect game. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's really good to know. Is that your last story, or did you have? A That's one? my last one. What mm-hmm. else you got? I, I really didn't have anything else except that. You're like, I'm trying to watch a goddamn game. No, Maybe it's over. Go. Carolina won. Nice. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, so, Mazel tov. Yeah, so we're happy. Um, 
I don't know how our, I don't know how our boys did though. They didn't drop their 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 results in the chat, did they? Uh, what's that? The Bruins. Bruins won. The Bruins won. How um, is that the only other game? Because the last time I saw that one, it was um, it was tied. So the Bruins definitely won, and that's Mike's team, right? Yep. Yes, it is. That's how I know because he was in there and he announced it. So. All right. Okay. Well, as long as that's all we got. <laughs> what you got going on this week, Lou? Um, yeah, I'm just producing uh, the red one at nine on. Yeah, something I just ha- had like a download window or something open that my Mac blocked. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about malware, and uh, yeah, so I'm producing the red wine um, nine on Wednesday, and Aggie and Brad tomorrow, Tuesday at nine. I don't know if you've heard, if you've listened to their show or not, but it's really great. What have you got going on, it Cordy? Is. Well, uh, thank you for asking. I uh, allegedly, Rick said he got a new computer. We may be back on Robinson and Wright this week, hopefully. But he also couched it saying. You know, if it doesn't show up or he has any troubles, don't count on him. So that's this week. But he did order a new computer. I've got Thursday. I've got uh, Culture Shift with Brad Slager, where we turn our skeptical eyes, snarky eyes, on the entertainment industry. And if you want to find me on social media and, you know, I, the more sympathetic I cannot be, uh, Minds and Miwi as Ordy Packard and That Amish number 1 on Twitter. Woohoo! Hey, good time. And then back around next Monday with you and Sam on FUBAR and Cyber Chill. Monday night is the best hey, night. Hey, I remember this time. Monday night is the best night, for sure. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, I, I get you and Sam. I mean, how? Right. Uh, that's like, okay. uh, it's uh, almost like the best of both worlds. Sort of. Right? Right? Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Well, no, thanks. Not sort of. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you very much. Thanks for being in chat, hanging out with us. Um, hey, real quick, too. Thank you so much to Al and Jeff for the promos and the uh, shout outs on your guys' Sunday shows on uh, Lost Wanderer, In the Crease, and Circumspice. Thank you so much for sharing, for promoting us on your shows. Very we much really appreciate do appreciate it. Absolutely appreciate it. And we'll be back next Monday. So we can't wait to see you again. Y'all have a great week. Talk to you then. Hell Hydra. Hell Hydra. I don't even know